Welcome to Be More Super the Podcast. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. An action-packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. You're the answer to our we alone in the universe. Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, we're following the trend of Halloween and of a great show that's on sci-fi at the moment called Day of the Dead. And we've got a great guest. Her name is Natalie Malaika. Have I pronounced that correctly? Because I'm rubbish with names. Uh, Is it Malaika? Malaika, what a wonderful name. And uh, I always get paranoid because when there's a name that I can't necessarily... Sort, sort sort of say out and i know there's loads of silent letters and everything like that the last thing i want to do is is fail at the first hurdle so is it malaika malaika yeah that's right wonderful wonderful natalie thank you so much for for giving me your time and we're going to talk talk about this wonderful show that um is 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 causing so much buzz around a new zombie show because we all love a good zombie film or series but before we do i always ask my guests you know why acting why have you chose this profession because it's got to be one of the hardest professions to not only get into but to to you know continue continue being 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 great at yeah no totally um i think ultimately when you're passionate about something whether it's being a plumber or being an actor or anything like you just there's that draw and you just can't help but to to draw to continue to continue with that uh but for me i was always in the performing arts growing up so i started off as a dancer um i went through the royal conservatory of music up to levels eight for piano um so i've always been in 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 the arts but acting specifically started for me in my last year of high school into university and uh, I just kept going from there. It's just a passion. I can't. I can't quite stop. I can't tell you exactly what the draw is, but I just. I love it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what's the? I mean, now obviously you you you're, you're making waves now, and you've got this great role on this show. I mean, what's the best thing and the worst thing about being an actor in this in industry? Because it's got to have its highs and it's got to have its lows. I mean, for you, what is the worst and the best thing about being an actor? <laughs> Uh, the worst part for me, um, which sometimes gives me a little anxiety is just all the no's that you get. You come across Mm. so many no's in this industry and so much rejection, but then the best part is ultimately when you get that yes, it's Mm. like the sweetest yes ever because you know, you earned it. You know, you deserved it. You've come across all this rejection and finally you have this, you, you, you got this yes. So that's Mm. definitely one of the, the biggest pro for me. Mm, mm. I mean, I've got to say, it's got to be one of the most hardest industries to be in. As you said, getting all those no's and having that resilience uh, to keep on going. But I suppose when you do get that yes, that yes is is some something that's made for you and some something that's going to you know move you on to greater and better things. Um, I mean, when you were growing up and when you were training uh, to be an actor, I mean, who was your biggest influence? Who, who did you inspire to be like, you know, within the industry? Mm. Um, well, like I said, I, I really only turned my sights onto acting specifically in my high school years. 
Um, but my first, the first person that I would say that really turned me to acting. Oh, there's so, there's quite a few. I mean, um, I love Carrie Washington. I loved her in Scandal. Um, very amazing actress. Um, Zoe Saldana. I love. Uh, she's doing some great things. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. There's so many ph phenomenal mm. actors that I just aspire to and who I really look up to um, when I started turning my sights onto acting. Mm. Those are probably I the top three. For and they are amazing actors. They really, really are. So um, it's great to inspire to those sort of pe pe people. And the one thing I'm enjoying myself is that we're seeing more stronger leading ladies now on our screens. And me, as a father of two little girls, you know, I want them to yeah. grow up with, with you know, role models and strong characters. Do you think the industry is changing? Do you think that it's woken up and realised that, you know, we need that diversity on our screens? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, especially in the last year with everything that's been going on with, mm. like, the Black Lives Matter movement and, um, you know, all these different movements that are going on to encourage more diversity on, on screen. I think we are seeing a shift now. We're, we are seeing more powerful women on, on, on screen and diversity. Um, and I think that's what drew me to this, to the script for the show of Day of the Dead was that there were so many strong, powerful women and we need more of that on television. So I love that the creators wrote the women like this. Mm. And definitely Kickass is your character character in like one word or two words. Uh, but let's talk about zombies. Let's talk about this awesome show that you're in. If you could tell us a bit about who you play and a bit about this show in your own words. Yeah, totally. Um, so Day of the Dead is the tale of six um, townies from Mawinhawken, Pennsylvania in the US. And... Um, Essentially, they're all trying to survive this undead um, invasion in their small town. And the whole first season takes place over the span of 24 hours. So it's definitely a very chaotic day for these six counties. Um, and Lauren Howell, specifically, who I play, um, she is the local mortician, or assistant mortician at the, at the funeral home. And she has a bit of a rocky past, which we delve into a little bit throughout the first season. Um, and I think that that's what contributes to her sarcastic outlook on life <laughs> and her sarcastic tone. Um, and she has a bit of a tough exterior, but on the inside, as you, as you get to know Lauren more throughout the episodes, you can see that she does have a softer side um, and a soft side um, that she doesn't like to really let out very often. Mm. Um, but um, Cam sometimes has the ability to bring that out in her. And what was the audition process like? Because cause how, how did this project fall on your lap? Um, um, and what did the audition, you know, consist of? Yeah, uh, so just like most of my auditions, I got the email from my agent, um, you know, self-tape request. And it was during the pandemic. And I just put together the self-tape, submitted it. And um, kind of like did what I usually do. I just kind of like forget about it. That's what I generally try to do when I do my auditions, forget about them. And then I got the call that, you know, they were, that I was on hold for the role and that I was being considered. 
And a couple, maybe, I, honestly, I don't even remember the timeline, but maybe like about a week or so later, I finally got the call that they pulled the trigger and it was it, that I was booking the role. And again, that's like the sweetest moment. Those are the moments that like I live for. And I think a lot of actors live for is when you finally get that yes. And it was so, it was amazing. And to know that, and, that I was being a part of the scene. And, and, and was that via a phone call or email to tell you that you had the role? It was through a phone call through a phone call yeah my agent called and he was like super excited for me and I was super excited we're just on the phone like oh my god <laughs> that is awesome that is awesome and then and then obviously you get on with with filming and you mentioned there that obviously it was within the pandemic I mean what was filming like on the set during this pandemic I mean was with with the tests every day I mean how were like the restrictions on on set like yeah, so, um, yeah, there were tests several, several times a week just to make sure that everyone was still testing negative. Um, everyone was required to be wearing masks and shields. In the makeup trailers, you had, like, the barriers between makeup chairs and hair chairs. So they did a lot to make sure that we were operating within the rules and regulations and keeping everyone mm. safe. Mm, yeah, that's, that's that's good, good, good to hear. And and I, I mean, I suppose it's going to be weird that when you get back to normal f shoot shooting, because I know that I've interviewed a few actors, and 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 when they've said that they've had to spend all their time with a mask on their face, then all of a sudden taking that mask mask off, it felt a bit sort of naughty, a bit dangerous. Uh, but I can't wait till it's all over and we can just get back to our everyday lives. I really, really do. Um, so did you ever think that one day, you know, when 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 you were younger, you were going to be driving a hearse and fighting off the undead? Because it's just bizarre to, to look. I mean, did you ever think, you know, you'd ever be associated with the zombie genre? Um, specifically zombie genre, I didn't really think that it, 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 that specifically, but I do love, I did love The Walking Dead prior to this mm -hmm. and, and, and the films, the original films, Romero films. So mm -hmm. I always was infatuated with horror and gore. Like that stuff doesn't creep me out, which my mm -hmm. mom finds very strange, but I just don't get creeped out by blood and gore and such. Um, so I do have a natural draw to it. So it's pretty cool that, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of the work I've done has been in that, that genre. Mm. I've got to say, it's one of these genres as well, where the fans are very, very passionate. And, uh, you know, on social media, I've been on there, uh, you know, talking about this show. And, and I've, I've been quite specific to say that it's, you know, it is a nod to George Romero. It really is. But you've got to go into it, watching it as if you're not going to be watching a George Romero show because, you know, it's got humour, it's got amazing special effects and, you know, the writing is awesome and the one-liners, I think that people get hung up on the classics and they need to realise that things move forwards and the fact that we're getting another zombie series is awesome because it's keeping things alive i know that's quite a, a funny word to say because we're talking about the undead but it's keeping the franchise you know alive so so you know preparing for the show and preparing for the part of lauren what did you have to do i mean did you research you know a lot of you know the zombie genre um and how did you generate the character of lauren was it all on paper or did you put your spin on it 
Um, yeah, so there's elements of Lauren that I definitely, that sit with me as Natalie that I think are, that are me. Um, like, I think I can definitely have a bit of a, a tough exterior and people tell me I have a bit of a resting bee face sometimes, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on the inside, I really am a softy. I'm always smiling, but I know I sometimes can come off a little tough on the exterior. So I, I, I resonate with that when it comes to Lauren. Um, in terms of prep work, I did my normal thing of like obviously reading the script, but re reading the script and re-familiarizing myself with the films um, mm. and, and the franchise. And also because she's a mortician, I took it upon myself to go and visit a funeral home, uh, which wow. I wasn't told I needed to do. <laughs> I just wanted to. Um, and yeah, so I went and I visited a funeral home. Um, I spoke with one of the funeral directors there just to kind of, I mean, it's not an occupation that I think a lot of us naturally are drawn to. Um, mm. and so I was kind of curious to see what the draw was to, to the occupa occupation and the outlook. And she was very chill about it. She was just like, yeah, like, you know, I, I used to be like a makeup artist at Sephora and I don't, I just had like this draw to want to <laughs> work at a funeral home. And I was like... Okay. Okay. Cool. Like, and then she showed me all the different instruments that they use. I didn't get to see any dead bodies because confidentiality and all that oh, stuff. But she God. did show me. <laughs> I would have been. <laughs> Don't know if I necessarily need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least, at least, at least, not none of them woke were, woke up. And I suppose that sort of profession, you're not going to get anyone complaining, are you? Um, yeah. about anything that you're, 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 you're doing. So it can't be that much of a, a, a bad job. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what has been your best day of shooting so far, you know, on the show? Because it just seems such a hoot to film. I mean, everyone just seems fantastic and it's got to be so much fun to be on. Yeah, so much fun. Like everyone has such unique, fun personalities. And when you put us all in one room or in one scene together, it's just a lot of fun. And then on top of it, you have like the great writing um, of Jed and Scott, the creator, the creators, and you mix all of that and you just made for such a great time shooting and creating this show. Um, but I, I, in particular, I loved working with Keenan Tracy. Like we were always literally like any scene we would just be like laughing one little thing and it was like we would just look at each other and we would just like burst out laughing um oh, it was just a, it was a hoot it was a hoot for sure so are we going to see some blooper reels at, at any any point listen that is a question i need to ask i I would love to get my hands on some blooper reels. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we've we've got just gone past uh, episode two and episode three is, is on our screens on Friday. Um, I've got to say, I am so looking forward to it. I mean, without releasing any spoilers, uh, because things have happened to you that, that is obviously going to change the story going forwards. Um, what have we got to look forward to with the rest of the series? Because we're only two episodes in. Yeah, totally. Um, well, for sure, there's gonna it's gonna be a more as you can already see from the first two episodes that it's a it's a bit more of a lighter take on the zombie world and the zombie genre, um, and I think that's great. Like, there's so much serious zombie stuff out there, and that stuff is wonderful. But I love that the creators decided to put a lighter spin on this world, so you can look forward to more laughs, um, embedded with some serious stuff too. Um, and, you know, 
a bite doesn't necessarily a bite from a zombie doesn't necessarily kill you and there's a bit of a cool supernatural undertone to the series that people can look out for uh powerful strong women um and some awesome. kick-ass effects yeah that do you know do you know what the event effects the zombies in this show is just astonishing i mean what what was it like you know when you you stop filming and you're walking around because that would have freaked me out because zombies and clowns are on my top wow. of my list to 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 be afraid of i really am it's ever since i watched it when i was a kid don't know why i watched it that and jaws literally i i can't go swimming in a swimming pool backstroke that's that's out of order because my dad used to tell me that the grate at the bottom of the swimming pool was to keep the sharks out you know the deep end yeah yeah so 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 that would stop me from going to the deep end so even now i'm i'm 42 years old and i'm still scared of that grate containing sharks and conger eels so so it's ridiculous how these things affect us but what was it like you know just walk walking around with these zombies just in full-blown makeup you know on phones having cigarettes and having cups of coffee i mean that must have been absolutely you know weird yeah it was it was strange and like they would they would show up as themselves without the makeup and whatnot and you, you know who they are but then they come out of the makeup trailer and they have all of their their makeup on and their wardrobe and everything and it just makes it so real you don't really you can't identify who who's who <laughs> and then they're supposed to be chasing after you so you know a lot of a lot of the the scenes where at least for me where i'm running away from zombies are very real are very you know it makes it it makes it easy to slip into that world and slip into that mindset when you have zombies on your tail <laughs> and 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 also behind the scenes you know when you get all the body parts and the zombies are eating what are they actually eating what are those things made out of because again that is absolutely gross i just i just you know my stomach turns when i watch that i mean is that actual food which is food coloring on i mean what is it? Yeah. So I'm not 100% sure what everything is, but I know that it was very sticky. So there's some sort of like sugar element to it. Um, I think they did say that they were using some sort of chocolate sauce or something like mm. that. And then they put food coloring in it. So like when the zombies are eating it, it doesn't actually taste that bad. Because I asked them, every time I would see them eating it, I'm like, does it taste gross? Like, what does that taste like? They're like, oh, it's just like some sort of like chocolate. It tastes like chocolate. I was like, okay. Um, there's some other bits. I know they use like, I think, uh, banana, like mushed banana, uh, a whole bunch of different stuff. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad that you're not a zombie and you, you, you don't have to eat all these things because that would be a closer for me. I could not do that. But talking about the show, uh, have you kept anything from the show as a memento? I kept Lauren's boots. And the pants, because I think those pants are badass, and the combat boots are amazing. Uh, they're basically like somewhat like Doc Martens, and I, I love that style. That is awesome. That is awesome because you all you 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 sometimes get people that say well, I didn't really keep a lot of stuff, but obviously, um, you know, shoes, clothes, it seems That's fine as long as it wasn't like the hearse or anything like like, like that um so obviously we've got plenty of episodes to go uh, i mean are you now just putting your feet up and relaxing or are you getting ready to go on to future adventures um 
you know, career-wise? Uh, career-wise, um, I just wrapped on uh, two different films. So I've kind of just, I've been quite busy the last few months, but kind of lull, a little bit of a lull right now. Um, gearing up to hopefully do a little bit of traveling. Um, but yeah, I've been keeping busy. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. And looking at your IMDb, uh, I've got to say your trivia side of things is rather lacking. So I think we need to get some stuff on your trivia, some stuff that your fans and your followers can find out about. So let's spice up your IMDb. So, Natalie, what makes you angry? What really makes you angry? Oh, um, slow walkers. Like, I, being from Toronto, I'm, I'm so used to the hustle and bustle. So, like, in Vancouver is a very, like, chill city. Everyone's water, mountains, yoga. And so, like, I'm just such a city girl that when people are, like, walking slowly in front of me, that really, like, come on, like, walk up. <laughs> like, that makes me angry. <laughs> So not only zombies as they're slow walkers, but generally everyone in Vancouver. So we'll make a note of that. Uh, the last time that you really laughed out loud, like proper belly laugh. Oh, gosh. When? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a hard one. Um, when did I? Oh, I, that's a hard one. I can't remember when I did a proper oh. belly laugh. I can't come back to me on that one. <laughs> okay. And um, what's your greatest fear? Spiders and seagulls. Seagulls? What's wrong with yeah, seagulls? Yeah, I got bit by one. You got bit by one? I got bit, wow. I got bit by one eating a slice of, while I was eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, you know what? Don't ever come to the UK because the seagulls in the, U the UK, they've all been to Gold's Gym. Honestly, they're massive. And like they walk around literally in gangs. And I swear it's organized crime w within the seagull community because uh, they are scary as hell, I suppose. Uh, so I'll let, I'll let you off with that. Your greatest success to date. And that could be person, personally, um, you know, work-wise. My greatest success. Um, you know, I overcame the fear of traveling solo. It was something I always wanted to do was travel solo, but I never thought I would actually do it. Um, and I did it and I absolutely loved it. And where did you yeah. travel to? Uh, I was living in Singapore um, for, I was living in Singapore a few years ago and I traveled all of like Southeast Asia. I did Hong Kong, South Korea. Um, yeah, so most of Asia. Wow, get you. I wouldn't do that, to be honest. I, that would scare the hell out of me. But obviously, you're a stronger, more independent woman than I am. So, so well, well done. So, um, and lastly, your party trick. So, if you was at a party, have you got a party trick? Some, some, something that you can show off. Party trick. Party trick. Party trick. Uh. I don't think I'm that exciting. I don't know if I got any no. party tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guest once that that said that she could lick her own elbow, and I was I was I was like, really? Yeah, exactly. Don't do it because <laughs> we we all look silly. I even even I tried, but um, but yeah, no, that is fine. There is always time, and your fans and followers could always I know send you a book on party tricks. So how can your fans <laughs> and followers follow you on social media? Are you on social media, Twitter, Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Uh, my name is at Natalie Malaika. 
I I have a Twitter account, but I have like literally three tweets on there. I'm not very good at Twitter, uh, so maybe not the most it, exciting Twitter to follow. It, it could be the seagull connection with the birds. It might be just putting you off from Twitter. It's just exactly, you know, yeah. exactly. We'll stick with Insta Instagram. Uh, but Natalie, you've been a great, great guest. Um, I'm loving you in Day of the Dead. And I've got to say, I look forward to seeing what happens with you later down the line. And hopefully we'll get a season two. And um, yeah. all the best for the future and everything that you do. And thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends. My world.